The future of online TV is here. Hear exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. For some football talk. This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's Derek Kennard. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. I am so glad to be back here today. We had a wonderful weekend here in Phoenix, Arizona, and I'm sure we had a, a fantastic weekend across the nation. Hey, listen, we uh, tried as NFL players to get something done, but uh, prior to this April uh, 6th date, which is Wednesday, uh, for the NFL to get uh, a, a, a pre-settlement d- thing done, but uh, it didn't happen. The NFL players were declined by the owners to uh, uh, come to a settlement and uh, uh, on this collective bargaining agreement. Uh, according to the league and the NFL players' uh, uh, sources, uh, the settlement ground this situation results uh, rests. I'm sorry, rests on, on again uh, shook up any chance of that happening. And according to the sources with the NFLPA, the trade association representing the NFL players, the league declined to meet with the NFL players uh, lawyers in advance of Wednesday, April 6th, when the federal judge presiding over Brady. Et Al versus the National Football League will hear arguments in the players' request for an injunction uh, lifting the lockout. You know, we have uh, all the teams have pretty much the entire uh, staffs are locked out of the offices. So are the players. The players are, uh, for the most part, most players around the league are gathering together to get their workouts done uh, uh individually and or or there's some that are getting together as as a unit to go out and get the workouts done at uh, various locations across the country these guys are trying to be professionals about this and uh, stay in shape get ready for this year's uh, upcoming season by way of continuing on with their uh regimen of workouts by the way, we do have we do have a system throughout the NFL where you go in and talk to the strength and conditioning coach in March and and get your uh, own your own workout stuff done before you uh, check in in April for, prior to the NFL uh, 
uh, what you call OTAs, uh, off-season tra- training uh, regimens that they have uh, for nowadays. We didn't have that back in my day, but they got it now, baby. They got this a uh, year-round sport. They are there uh, practically the whole entire off-season. And there's, then there's guys like uh, Larry Fitzgerald that's in Africa chasing wild animals in the in the, in the uh, in the wilderness out there in Africa, and I sure wouldn't want to be out there with them uh, lions and and all the, the wild animals out there. But he loves being out there in these uh, in those conditions. Uh, that brings out the wild, uh, wildness in him, I guess. Hey, I know we have a guest coming up on our second segment. Is J Dub J James Washington? He was out of UCLA and he uh, played with me back in Dallas as a, as a free safety and boy was he a good one to have back there. He could lay down the hammer as well as create some, uh, 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 turnovers by way of knocking the ball loose from those receivers either by impact or uh, slapping the ball out of the hands because he's long and rangy and has that ability to separate his man from the ball. Boy, I love a snot knocker that can hang back there in that defensive backfield and dislodge a ball away from the receiver. Ain't nothing like it. I'm going to be glad to have him on our, on our s- second segment of the show. Now, Regarding these courts uh, proceedings that's uh, approaching us here on April 6th, you know, the, 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 the judge is going to make a ruling on whether the NFL Players Association is uh, unlawfully uh, uh, decertifying the, the union to where they cannot make negotiations as a whole to the Players Association. And and us vice versa is turning around and uh, saying that they're practicing uh, labor laws uh, uh, unfairly and they should not be able to able to lock us out this way. So you know we this is a a pissing match that is uh, going to have to be determined in the courts and um, with the owner with the players trying to come to the table. Uh, this morning, uh, and, and, and them turning us away is, uh, it's a slap in the face. And we, we sure need to get something done here for the fans. We have the greatest sport in the world. There's no reason why we should not have these, uh, we should have some simple things such as, uh, the, N, uh, the NBA or the, uh, Major League Baseball have, have, uh, benefits. Uh, beyond play, their playing days is, uh, is unreal if you can just imagine that the, uh, in Major League Baseball are able to have a wonderful life after, for, after their playing days and, uh, uh wh- whether it's, uh, healthcare or, uh, uh the financial means of, uh, putting, put stocking away for the years that these guys have, uh, contributed to their, to their profession. All right. Now, we have the NFL draft is approaching us, and we have a number of uh, of collegiate players that's going to cross over into the NFL, and this is going to play out on stage uh, where they're going to uh, see their dreams come true. And, you know, all kids grow up wishing and hoping that they can walk across this stage as a top five, top ten pick, and their name is called, and they walk across that that stage as, and 
Music City Hall in New York and, and get that opportunity to share with families and their t- attorneys and, and, uh, their, 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 uh, uh, it's basically, basically their agents. They, they take part in the, the celebration of this kid just, just hitting the lottery and making, uh, a ton of money and, and, uh, being one of the top picks. Now we, as the NFL Players Association has asked a number of these men not to show up for this, for in our protest to the lockout, and a lot of these players have declined, and they're going on to uh, live out their dream and uh, show up anyway, despite despite uh, us players trying to bond together prior to their crossing over from the collegiate ranks to the NFL ranks. You know, it's a, it's a gallant effort, but, uh, you know, uh, how can you blame a kid that is about to uh, see their their dreams and fortunes come to life right in front of them? So you can't blame the kid. It's just uh, they're, they're kind of caught in the middle of this tug of war and of, uh, of us not coming to this uh CBA agreement, and we should, we need to get, come to an agreement for the sake of the fans here from Under the Helmet. We have, if anybody have any comments about this, I would like you to call in at 888-346-9144. And uh, other than getting the deal done, uh, let's see, what is the court's what is the courts going to decide? The judge is going to rule on Wednesday. Uh, or is he going to ask for a continuance? Is he going to ask for a uh, time to ponder both sides and uh, maybe even bring in a second mediator? Uh, I have no idea. I, I, I like to know more about it. If I sound stuffy, everybody just, I got allergies up to yin yang here at the AZ. And they said, you're not supposed to get them here in Arizona, but I, I got them something terrible and I'm fighting through it. Uh, but I, uh, listen here. The judge is going to make a ruling come, to, uh, Wednesday and, uh, it's gonna, it's, you know, I, I don't foresee him. He doesn't have all the facts. He needs to have all the facts on the table. In order to do that, will he make the owners open their books? I don't think so. Uh, the, uh, the Players Association uh, claims that the owners are withholding 40% of revenue that is coming into the NFL and, uh, they have not, uh, will not open the books and show us all the numbers. So that 9.7 is a farce. We may, we, we may never know the bottom line number until we're able and capable of having the owners open up the books for us. And, uh, until then, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna, it's, we're gonna have this, uh, standoffish thing. And not only that, now we bringing in the, the suits and the, uh, the judges and the courts and what? They don't have all the facts on the table to make, uh, to make a conscious, uh, uh, effort to make a, uh, a clear cut ruling. So it's, uh, it's, it's still, we, it's still a lot more work to be done prior to this 
judge making a ruling uh, come Wednesday morning, and uh, this is going to be something, something to, to sit on the edge of your seats and wait for on Wednesday. But hey, coming up here, we have my special guest uh, that'll be joining me on my next segment. His name is James Washington, and he's out of UCLA. I know my son is over at USC, just cringing that I'm uh, co-mingling with a. A, a rival of his, but hey, this guy is a former teammate of mine with the Dallas Cowboys, and his and he was one heck of a player. Great, we want to give have you take a tic tac and come right back after these messages and join me and J Dub James Washington after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you ready for an old school in your face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Welcome to Inside the Trenches, everyone, an interactive show that is sweeping across the nation here on Voice America Sports, simply with your host, 12-year pro football veteran, yes, of course, the voice of America, R. Cal Trula. We're bringing it to you. The day starts at noon, and so does Inside the Trenches, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, bringing you the ins and outs, letting you know what's going on in and around sports and also in and around your neck of the woods. So if you want to be on the show and you want to be a part of the show, simply go to InsideTheTrenches.com and let's make this thing happen for you the interactive show that is sweeping across the nation inside the trenches your show spin it with chuck foreman has a spin on so much that's going on it will be hard to fit it all into the promo we'll talk about the weekend games what to look forward to hot topics in the news spin it old school which gives a back in the day approach from chuck a no spin zone where chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news happenings and more it's football news and happenings tune in for spin it with chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Hey, we uh, we are still waiting for my my good friend, Mr. James Washington, to call in, and uh, he should be calling momentarily. In the meantime, we have a few other things here on the, on our uh, agenda that I'd like to to bring to light is. Um, our top 10 picks in the draft. Um, I'm interested in knowing what is your top 10 picks in this year's draft. You know, I got, uh, I got my, my picks, um, that I would like to see. Um, man, this is just so many, so many good, uh, players to choose from but how can you pass up on a for sure thing like uh nick fairley or uh, his teammate uh cam newton now i understand cam newton is going to have to fit in uh, a certain offense and in order to do that you got to have a running game and um, I believe I believe he's going to have to have a running game in front of him in order for him to uh, make his make the defense uh, uh, respect his his possible passing off of the uh, of the play action passing, so you have a good running game, and he uh, incorporates a a play action with that. I think it complements him uh, superbly, and if he has that, I believe he's going to be he's going to have a lot of success in the NFL. And uh, this this kid has nothing but upside on him with his size, his speed, uh, and his intelligence is uh, he, he has a, a high. IQ football IQ and uh I know we have some controversial things going on with him with Warren Moon saying this uh, some of the critics are being very racist towards him meaning that he is not cerebral enough to understand the intricacy of all the NFL offenses and uh I think that is uh, uh I I don't think it's racist I I just think that uh, uh Mr. Newton knows exactly what he's doing I believe he uh he's a, a student of the game to come in and to play so fantastically this past year with the Auburn uh, it's just, uh, it's just amazing. Uh, I also like Fairley. Now, Fairley is just one massive, uh, uh, freak of nature. He's, uh, he has speed, quickness, as well as strength. And, uh, geez, you could play this guy inside, outside. Boy, one guy that reminds me of him is what, uh, we used to call the preacher man. The preacher man uh, would, uh, walk down, up and down the line of scrimmage just to, See who had fear in their heart. <laughs> Boy, it was awesome to see him walk down the line of scrimmage and see who had the fear in their heart that day. You know, back in my days in St. Louis and Cardinals, uh, what we had some, uh, we had some some situations where he would come in and just walk up and down the line and say, just pick and choose the guy that he wanted to take on for that day. Boy, boy, boy. And there's times he chose me, but I tell you what, I know one thing. I did not show up on his highlight reel when it came time for him to enter the Hall of Fame. 
I wasn't on his highlight reel, and I know my phone was ringing off the hook when these things were coming about uh, in play. And you know what? Uh, there are other guys that are are worthy of a top ten. I want to look at a at a, uh, a Jake Locker is is one hell of a quarterback. I had an opportunity to watch him up close and personal with uh, uh, in Washington. You know they beat uh, USC this year, and boy, I tell you, this kid uh, lit it up this year. And right there at the Coliseum in Los Angeles. He uh, he embarrassed us, you know. He uh, he uh, t- uh, beat us over the top and uh, and beat us with his arm. And uh, boy, I tell you, this kid this kid has a, a football IQ that is extremely out of out of out of this world too. And I believe he's polished. He, I don't think uh, he hurt himself at all in this uh, on his uh, pro day. He did really really well. He had a really good showing. He didn't miss. Uh, he had a pretty. Uh, he had a high completion ratio. He did really well during his uh, pro day as well as the NFL combine. So this kid is uh, is is going to be uh, possibly picked at number nine. And uh, um, some people got Newton picked at number two. And the first day, Nick Fairley be taking over his teammate, Newton. And, uh, oh, boy, that's going to be a tough one. That is going to be a tough one there. I don't know. But we'll have to see, wait and see, because, you know, the draft is approaching. And these, these things all going to come to fruition in the end. And, uh, you know, we also have a defensive end in uh, Purdue, uh, uh, this this kid is uh, a phenom as well. He's a defensive end out of Purdue, and I've been really watching this kid uh, recently. And his name is Ryan Kerrigan, and uh, this kid is going to be taken high as well. When you know bringing in all these defensive players, you got. Uh, you gotta, you gotta pay attention, and take, be pay attention to the details. Does this team, this kid, fit your team schemes, and does this guy have the character to be a first, uh, a first round pick, and all those things that uh, that they t- bring into account with that? So, okay, uh, I I have my picks, and here's here is. Uh, a mock draft here set up by uh, the uh, Pat Kerwin of the NFL.com. He picked first round pick going to um, out of Alabama, Marcel Darius going at the, the first pick. And then we have uh, Mr. Daquan Bowers uh, coming in behind him, and boy, I tell you, this is uh, a cornerback out of LSU. I know everybody's been high on him, and he has really helped himself uh, recently in his pro day as well as the NFL combine. Bowers been high on everybody's list. And Cam Newton going to possibly the Bengals as the fourth pick, there's a possibility, and... uh, uh, here it is. We haven't mentioned the names I just mentioned to you earlier. And here it is. The Cardinals at the number five pick, Texas A&M linebacker Von Miller. 
Boy, 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 we, we sure need help in that area with the Cardinals. And uh, you have Georgia wide receiver A.J. Green is a freak of nature. This kid is uh, absolutely fantastic out of Georgia. This kid uh, he's just got ranges and, 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 and can really grab that ball and aggressive. I like that kid. And then you got the seventh pick uh, going to San Francisco at QB. Oh, can you believe it? They're going to pick a, possibly pick another quarterback, Missouri quarterback, uh, uh, Blaine Gabbert. That kid is awesome as well. He's polished. And I've uh, been keeping an eye on that kid. And they want to tell me that Nick Fairley's going to be there at the at the eighth pick. All those teams going to pack up, pass up Nick Fairley, and he's going to slip all the way down to uh, the eighth pick with uh, Tennessee. Oh, that's going to be hard to swallow, big fella. Robert Quinn going at the tenth pick. Nope. Let's go back. Let's go back to the number nine pick, defensive end out of Wisconsin, J.J. Watt. Wow to the Cowboys. Ooh, man. They, uh, if they pick him, that's going to be a treat to have. We're gonna, they're going to make some noise this year. And then you're talking about uh, Robert Quinn going possibly to number 10 pick with the, uh, with the uh, out of North Carolina to the Redskins. Now, with all those things uh, 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 possibly occurring, what, you know, hey, I tell you, that's a one heck of a, a top 10 pick. Uh, picks that man have, but boy, look at the guys that uh, fall out beyond that. You got a Cameron Jordan, Jordan out of uh, defensive end out of Cal Berkeley. You mean to tell me all those teams gonna pass that kid up? And then Ryan Kerrigan, I mentioned earlier, that kid is. Uh, I don't believe he's gonna last that long either. And then here it is, uh, Julio Jones still available out of Alabama. Are you kidding me? Come on. Come on, man. You, this, this guy is not going to be on the board by then. And I'm looking all the way down to the 17th pick going to uh, the New England Patriots, Tyron Smith. Oh, man, this is going to be interesting because this kid is ripped like a linebacker. He's, he's just, he's just a, a specimen. He is ripped to shred, and I've seen him on the field and off the field. This kid is a nice kid, but, boy, he sure got a, he got a mean streak in him, and he got some, he got some moxie about him. I like it. He'll, he'll bubble your snot. I like that kid. Yes, sir. And I'm, I'm just take, glancing down the board here, and then I'm looking at 24 pick possibly going to the, the New Orleans Saints out of Ohio State defensive end Cam Hayward. That can I don't and then Jake Locker that's the 25th pick. Are you kidding me? Oh boy, they've got some tough decisions to make, but it's going to be a it's going to be a humdinger with that with all that said and done. Hey, let's uh, take a pause for the calls and take a tic tac and come right back with me after these messages. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports 
Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Now there's a new destination for video content. VoiceAmerica.tv Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High definition, premier quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Do you think that all of the generic financial information you get every day is hard to navigate? You need to tune in to Duffy's Financial Playbook. Every weekend, Andreas Duffy will help you filter out this information and turn it into wisdom that you can really use. Be informed about the financial decisions you're about to make instead of just blindly making decisions. Andre's connections in the business and professional sports world will help you so you don't need to worry about your financial success. Tune in to Duffy's Financial Playbook, Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. are listening to from under the helmet with Derek Kennard. we want to hear from you now call in with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 1-888-346-9144 or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com now back to the show welcome back from under the helmet with Derek Kennard here at from under the helmet Hey, we are back without my man, Mr. J-Dub, but it's okay. We'll catch him on the flip-flop and uh, catch him next time. But, uh, you know, things are happening awful fast. And, and in the world of uh, both the amateur sports and uh, professional sports. So we have to keep it moving, big guy. And, and there's, there's no worries. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. You know, we have uh, plenty of other news here in the NFL, and um, I uh, I just love the way the NFL draft is starting to shape up. And you have all these teams that, and you know, they, 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 they put out these rumors that they are high on a kid just so you will not go after a kid like – like a, uh, uh, a Cam Newton, they, they, they put out those things about a kid and say, you know, we're not going to get him because we don't think he's, uh, he's smart enough to handle our offensive scheme. And then you have, what do you know? He falls and falls. And before you know it, he falls to a, 
uh, to a uh, uh, way down the ranks where a team like the the Patriots gets stronger, or a, a team uh, uh, like the Giants gets stronger with a, uh, a real top top notch pick player like a uh, Cam Newton or a uh, uh, let's see Robert Quinn out of a defensive end out of North Carolina. And all, all these guys, they they uh, they these. GMs, they put out those rumors just to get the juices flowing with the other GMs around the country. And I tell you, man, it's a game that they play every year. And I, you know, I wish for once they just shoot straight so uh, the fans can get uh, get a, a good grip on possibly what would what is really to come of the NFL draft and what is going to happen and, and what possibly could uh, rounds could uh, each one one of these players come uh, you know where would he go but you never know because I tell you what. <laughs> When they put out those rumors, sometimes it's real and sometimes it's Memorex. And we call it live or Memorex. It's live or Memorex. And I'll tell you right now, uh, some of it's false just to get your interest away from not getting that kid. And um, you never know. I sure wouldn't go after uh, go after a kid and I'll try to find out what is it about the kid that – uh, made you turn away from that kid, but I would rely on my own scouts and some maybe some of my inside uh my inside uh guys uh, that are with other teams but you know where they're or allegiance of the lies is where, uh, wherever their paychecks are coming from. So yeah, that's not going to help you much. So you got to be careful with that. So here it is. I have, um, Steve Weitz, Bucky Brooks, and Charles Davis from the NFL Network have their mock drafts coming out. And all three of these uh, men, are. Uh, uh, pick Cam Newton as the first pick, and uh, that's interesting because all the things that we talked about earlier on the on the on the, on the second segment was um, my picks, and I don't you know I don't know that's going to be uh, a tough pick. You know, a lot of people like that. Uh, they liked uh, some people like that Von Miller and Patrick Peterson. You know, the defensive back out of LSU. <laughs> And uh, and the second pick is unanimous out of those three to pick Marcel Darius, and then of course the third pick uh, being Von Miller. All three of them picked those uh, the Broncos to pick him up. But and you know, I am interested to see who will the Cardinals pick as their uh, as their fifth pick out of the draft, and they're saying this kid out of Missouri is going to be the pick for the Cardinals, and of course, they definitely need, they're picking for a need, not uh, not who is the best athlete on the board. So a need would be a quarterback position for the Cardinals, and they do, uh, they absolutely need a quarterback, so they got to fill that need, so they, 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 and this kid, is he polished? Yes. Is he, can he fill that void of a, of a guy such as uh, uh, um, she, 
I'm pulling a blank on a Hall of Famer that uh, just is amazed. He was here for years and just uh, did so well. Took us to a, uh, a Super Bowl here. God darn it, I can't call the guy's name. Uh, uh, man, we got to fill that void because we, we desperately need a quarterback here with the Cardinals. And I'm... I see him. I see him being taken in the fifth. Uh, I'm. I sure, truly believe that he will be the second quarterback taken in the draft. So, with all that said, you know we got a, a number of guys getting in trouble here in the NFL uh, during the off season, and we want to get this thing uh, hopefully stopped. Uh, these guys cut it out and 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 get back to the business of football. But it happens every off season where the kids, uh, well, I say kids, uh, they're much younger than I. They get, they go out and have a good time and wind up uh, get, uh, getting themselves in a little little trouble and uh, and um, and uh, and and winds up costing them a lot of money and and uh, also some uh, possible jail time. So I uh, hopefully they get this thing uh, get this thing straightened out and these guys can get back to the business of football uh, opposed to getting themselves in trouble. But whether for, we have a collective bargaining agreement or not, this still happens in the game of football. We got guys like say for instance Chiefs Rabel had a confrontation at an Indiana casino uh last night and uh unfortunately it didn't uh uh, he was detained and uh, had to go to had to go to jail. So, uh, and, it's, and they charged him with a theft at an Indiana casino, and uh, and, uh, and it's a casino resort in Florence, Indiana, and uh, it happened early this morning. And uh, this man is a 14-year player uh, in the NFL, and uh, I'm and I, and I talk about I said kids, but he's he's up there in age, so. He, uh, he just, he should, uh, should be at home with his grandkids like me, <laughs> but no, he's, uh, he's still playing the game and he's, and he's still playing at a high level. So, uh, of course he should be out there, out there playing ball, but not out there at the club. So, oh man, I hope he gets that thing together. Hey, you, you know, this collective bargaining agreement has got to come to an end and I hope it doesn't drag on into the NFL season because it's going to, it's just way too much money involved, uh, are at risk of losing if the, both the players and or the owners don't come to an agreement. And I know we have a, uh, a possible decision is going to be made on Wednesday, but, you know, there could be a continuance because there's not enough uh, body of evidence on the table because we need to get them to open those books up and tell us what it is that we need to know uh, to, to divide this pie up equally. But I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Happen. So we'll see how that goes. Back to the problems in the NFL with uh, former Chief Johnson. Uh, uh, Chief is uh, Johnson request change of venue for the KC trial that he had uh, a, a run in with uh, running back Larry Johnson. Um, wants a civil trial involving confrontation with a woman at a bar moved out of Jackson County uh, and. and <clears throat> Former running back is not is so unpopular in the Kansas City region that it is impossible to get a neutral jury that for the trial. Okay, this he wants to change a venue and uh, he may get that because he this 
he he drew so many people that disliked him once he uh, finally got him out of there. But boy, what a heck of a runner, man! I love the love that block for that bruiser uh, running the darn ball because the guy can absolutely flat out run uh, both both a game breaker and uh, a, a bruiser if you want to try to tackle that big fella. Boy, good luck because that boy got knees and he's got knees and elbows and he got enough for everybody to give out, big fella. I like a bruiser like him. Uh, not bad. <clears throat> we have... Uh, <clears throat> We have other NFL problems with, uh, with of course, Mr. Bryant that got in trouble back in Dallas. You know, that, uh, that situation was resolved by way of him apologizing and they inviting him back to the mall to come out and, uh, and spend all that big money he, he uh, earned this past year. So he, uh, he will have an opportunity to go out and spend some money at the malls. He's, he will be fine. But... <clears throat> Uh, they're thinking, uh, when I say they, I'm thinking that the inside sources said the Cowboys have a problem with possibly this, and this may be uh, uh, something else underneath the surface of him having more problems. So uh, I'm hoping that they they don't uh, do away with this kid so early because he he shows a promising career with, you know, with him not playing. He only played, what, five or six games this past season. He's got to be given a little bit more time to get it together and put out some production out there on the field for the Cowboys. I got to get some more production out of this kid because his upside is uh, tremendous. We just got to keep his nose clean and, uh, man, just pull your pants up when you're walking through the Galleria Mall down in Texas, big fella. It's a beautiful, wonderful venue to go and grab yourself with some things for your family. But boy, but please pull your pants up and have your compadres pull their pants up too, man. Get a girlfriend. You don't have to worry about those things. All right. We're uh, back at that point in time again. We want to take a tic-tac and come back after these messages. Please do feel free to call in at 888-346-9144. From Under the Helmet with Derek and R. Thank you. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Get the inside scoop on the Georgia Bulldogs. Tune in to Keelan Johnson on College Football Game Day on the radio and every day on KeelanJohnson.com. On Keelan's Keeping It Real Radio, you can talk to Keelan and his former teammates about the Bulldogs, college football, and all things sports. Keelan's the go-to analyst for Bulldog football on pre- and post-game television on KeelanJohnson.com. And now, every week on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in every college game day for Keelan Johnson, Keeping It Real Radio. Saturdays at 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific. 
This Is It Sports is an engaging talk program that includes you, the experts, and sports, all moderated by Coach Carl Hargrave. We'll talk about what's going on in the general sports world, collegiate and professional, take a look at youth-oriented sports, athletic development and sportsmanship, faith, and where it has its place in sports, along with a lively discussion with Coach Carl every week. Tune in to This Is It Sports with Coach Carl Hargrave every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports are listening to from under the helmet with Derek kennard we want to hear from you now call in with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 1-888-346-9144 or shoot us an email to dk7trey at yahoo.com now back to the show Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here. Hey, always feel free to call in at 888-346-9144. Hey, this is our roundup for our last segment, and I'd like to just touch on just for a moment. I'm, I know this show is from Under the Helmet, but we have uh, a game tonight, which is the UConn facing Butler. And uh, everybody's been wondering what will, what will be my pick for tonight's game. And when drum roll, please, I will choose the UConn tonight to beat Butler. But I have, I have some asterisks with that, some disclaimers with that to go because Butler always, every three minutes, they sending in some fresh legs on you. And I tell you, their bench is deep. And uh, they keep bringing up fresh bodies that brings that energy from the bench. And I don't know if UConn can match that energy. Uh, so we're going to see if they can uh, put up a shut up on this one because it's going to be a humdinger tonight here in about 10 minutes. They're going to tip off at 6 o'clock. And I tell you, yeah. Uh, 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 matchup wise, I don't see Butler winning uh, with uh, the top uh, five to six guys on the UConn's uh, team. But Butler keeps coming player after player off the bench from the rafters. I don't know where to get these guys. But they bring the energy and they're winning it from the rebound side. I don't care if they're jacking up some threes or jump shots. I tell you what, they got guys going after that ball uh, they, they, with that hustle and, and, and straight up rebounding offensively and defensive boards. So uh, UConn has their hands full. And, and another thing that they can't account for with this Butler team is the, the heart uh, these guys play with a lot of heart, and uh, they, I think that these guys hung around from last year from getting a taste of losing it last year. It gives them that edge to say, you know what? 
We're back, and we're still hungry. I understand that when they did their interview uh, the other day, uh, Saturday night, the, these guys was was not uh, like uh, so jubilant and happy that they won just to get into the final two. These guys was reserved as if they had work to do. They they act like they've been there before because they have. And I tell you what, they look hungry, but. UConn, I believe, is going to overpower them with that. Uh, man, that Kimba is something terrible, boy. That Kimba Walker, is uh, he's got some moxie about himself. When he go to kissing them guns and firing those threes, this guy is uh, unbelievable. It's going to be interesting on the NBA draft once he comes out as well. Hey, uh, beyond that, uh, uh, draft day is coming. And, uh, boy, I tell you what. Whose stock has risen and who's dropped? And, uh, you know, we got a, we got a ton of guys that, uh, that, that look really good, uh, on paper. But, you know, this time of the year when you're working guys out and, and you're looking at all the talent around the league, uh, uh that's potentially going to be drafted, you, you got to look at that and say, what? Oh, man, everybody looked good in a pair of shorts. And, uh, you know, I believe that Mr. Newton is, uh, has risen his stock, and I, and I believe Mr. Locker has uh, re- uh, made his stock rise as well with his pro days and his day uh, 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 out at uh, his pro, pro day and, and as well as the combine. But I'll tell you what. A sleeper in all of this would be uh, Cam Jordan as well as uh, 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 Cameron Jordan. Uh, not Cameron Jordan, but uh, Hayward. Cameron Hayward out of Ohio State is uh, looking good as well because his kid, uh, man, uh, he did. He put up some big numbers this past year with Ohio State, and uh, man. Of course, that Nick Farley is, you know, some people just think this kid is going to be the number one pick. And uh, there's others that just cannot pass up on Newton. On Newton. So it's going to be interesting uh, when the draft comes around later this month. It's going to be a one humdinger of a day. I can't wait for that day to come. It's like it's it's like candy shopping at the uh, at the candy store when we got these uh, NFL player uh players about to be drafted and you're watching them stand at the end sit at the end of the chairs waiting for that wonderful moment to for their name to be called and boy the the uh nothing like that uh Nothing like that when it happens. I tell you, it's it's like winning the lottery because, boy, you are definitely in the winner's seat. I'm going to take a peek here at at uh, the Chicago Bears and who in the heck is going to uh, – uh, who the car Chicago? What are their wants and needs in the NFL uh, this coming year? Well, do they need a defensive player? Do they need an offensive player? Do they need some receivers? Um, that is probably what I would uh, look at with the with the Bears and say, you know, I would go after uh, what what you call a bona fide go to guy in the uh, as a receiver. And that and that would really help that ball club because you know they got the quarterback, but boy, he's he's a he's a risk taker, uh, but he, he's a gunslinger. So you know the gunslingers like to take risks, 
And uh, that's what they do because they're so good. They're so good once they they get they hone in on that and uh, and fire that ball in there. But boy, they gotta be skeptical when the defense uh, uh, plays that good coverage on them in that zone and they bring them safeties up and uh, and they squat on them. So it's <laughs> you gotta be careful with that. That's where the gunslinger get in trouble, big fella. I tell you what, and I, I, I Chicago has all the intangibles except that on quarterback is an issue when. <laughs> You know, hey, at the end of the season, he had an opportunity to come out. Was he hurt or was he wasn't? I mean, this kid, uh, uh, you know, ordinary, he didn't come out. He, he came out and played. Uh, he stood on the sideline, but he just refused to come back in the game. I had a, I had a problem with that. And, uh, you know, you, you would have to pry me away and carry me away on a stretcher. Uh, and I leave this place uh, kicking and screaming before I miss an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. And that's uh, exactly what happened. And then the team that they played against, uh, which was the Green Bay Packers, they end up winning a whole enchilada, and it could have easily been the Chicago Bears. How about that? You know, that's, uh, that should put a bitter taste in their mouth, and they're not that far off from, from uh, possibly – winning the whole thing, uh, you know, uh, not again because they haven't done that in a long time. I, see, I believe that was, what, 85 when they had the fridge and they had all those characters out there on the team, McMahon and all those boys. Boy, sweetness. They had a bunch of players that was awesome out there for the Chicago Bears. I loved that. Uh, I loved that, but I didn't like I didn't like seeing their fridge out there because me and him, boy, we was adversaries. Boy, me him and I used to go at it. And boy, we had us some, we had us some snot knockers out there with me and him going against each other. Now, uh, uh, along with that, the, the, the Bears have an excellent defensive front. And, um, I believe, uh, the Bears have uh, one of the best, def- stingiest defense in the NFL. And they're going to have to keep everybody taken care of, fighting both. Both with their contracts financially as well as, as, uh, uh, schematically, cause boy, dude, that defense is, is, uh, is, uh, pretty good. I'm, I'm not sure if Briggs is up again because he's got a contract, uh, coming up. Um, I know the other linebackers all, all okay for now. And, uh, the D line is, uh, they're all set. Uh, the defensive back will probably be the weakest, uh, weakest part of that defense, the defensive back. So if they have an opportunity to grab uh, a defensive back or some receivers in the skill positions, I think that's where they could fill their needs down in Chicago. I tell you what, it's beautiful and lovely here out here in Phoenix, Arizona. I don't, I have no idea what part of the country you're from, but hey, I sure want to send a shout out to my people out there in the Bay Area, Stockton, Cal, Reno, Nevada, Dallas Cowboys, and uh, also down in New Orleans in the Bayou. Love y'all down there. And uh, I'd like to send a shout out to uh, a, a promo for uh, ProEdgePerformance.com. That's uh, uh, Derek Kennard 
Bernard Jr.'s uh, Pro Edge Performance is a place to uh, go get your workout done. And he, he's working out pro athletes, amateurs, as well as mommies and daddies uh, during the morning hours. And uh, um, we have also check on Blueprint Education and, and click on uh, Kids at Hope Academy. That's where I am with uh, Kids at Hope Central. Is I am the school counselor there. You can take a peek at my baby brown eyes on that on that screen. All right. I am so happy to be here. We're at from under the helmet for Derek Kennard here from Voice America. Come back next week. It's going to be a lovely day, baby. Thanks for joining us for From Under the Helmet. Derek Kennard will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.